Okay, so we learned already that that the woman needs yibum or chalitza from one of the brother-in-laws in order to free herself to be married to whoever she we pleases. Before this yibum, there has to be a sort of condition which is called mamar. Now, a get giving a get to this person who's waiting for has no impact. She's not married, so a get is irrelevant. We'll learn now that a get does have certain a certain effect. Halacha aleph. And the Yavam does neither. He gives her a get, as if she was married. Pasla, he disqualifies her from any future option of Yibmur Chalitza, because it resembles a woman who was married and got divorced. And he also disqualifies if any other wives, this person passed away had multiple wives, none of them can get married to any of the other brothers. It's as if she had Chalitza. She didn't have Chalitza, she had a get. But a get... And chlitz resemble each other. They both they both free the person in various contexts. So Same the ha- thing. It's a substitute, basically. It's not a substitute because she still requires I tell you, the proper yibum chlitz or, or, or chlitz. We, we we make it as if she has the negative sides of the chlitz, all the stringencies of not being able to get married to the brothers, etc. And this whole impact of a get is only with the rabbanim. get get does for your married woman. So the chazal gave it that sort of that that, that chumrah that it has the same impact on this woman. And it says if she was married to these brothers and divorced them, which means she can no longer marry them now. Now sometimes we know a get. There's a shiloh that comes up. Is it get kosher? Is it get not kosher? Sometimes it's a suffix. Any get that if she was a regular married woman, we would say it has the validity to disqualify her from kahuna. That disqualifies this woman from doing Gibbum. But she cannot, again, she to go marry somebody else in the world, she still requires the original plan, which was Chalitza. That still stands. So she, after she gets this get, she has to have a proper Chalitza in order to marry whoever she wants. Base, Hamimer, the Mimer, the, the, the condition which the person is supposed to do, the brother is supposed to do, the brother in law, rather, is supposed to do. Uh, before doing the Yibum, even though it doesn't actually acquire her completely as a full, full wife, because remember, biblically, she requires Yibum. The, the, the fact that Yibum is preceded by Maimers, does not make her a complete married woman. Nevertheless, if he decides instead of, he doesn't want to do, if after, after giving the Maimer, giving the Kedushin, he does not want to go through with the Yibum, he has to, yet she needs a get. But then after that, she can't marry whoever she pleases unless she has chalitza. So the brother wants to do yibum. He gives her the kedushin, which we're calling maimer, because this is a case of chalitza. Then he says, you know, I changed my mind. So now instead of doing just chalitza, he also has to give a get for the maimer. And then on that is chalitza. Gimel, keta, for example. A person does, does maimer. The Kiddushin. With the Yavama, now he does not want to have relations with her. He doesn't want to do Yibum. He has to write a get for her, because she's Mekudeshes, as far as we're concerned over here in the Halachas of Yibum Mechalitza. Then after giving the get for the kid, for the Mama, for the Kiddushin, he has to do proper Chalitza to let her marry whoever she wants. Because in order for the Yavama, the widow, to be allowed to marry whoever she, she wants, she has to either have relations with the Yavam, and then after that, the Yavam has to either die or divorce her, or get Chalitza. But a get, which he gives her to undo the Ma'amar, that disqualifies her from doing Yibam now. But it still does not qualify her and let her marry whoever she wants. And the Mimer doesn't actually qualify, acquire her as a complete wife. If the Mimer was a complete marriage, then the get would dissolve that marriage. Now she can marry however she wants. But that's not the case. The Mimer is just a prerequisite for the Yibum. And when he does that, he has to undo it with a get. But she still needs a proper Chalitza in order to marry whoever she wants. Doubt. If he gives Mimer to the widow, then he gives a get 
to undo that. This that he did the mimer, he had now he's undone that by doing the get. Now she's she's back in the state of of of, of permissibility to. Uh, either the Yibmu or Chalitza with any of the brothers. So he sort of began the process of Yibmu by giving her the Kedushin. But he reversed that by giving her the Get. Now she's back where she started from. She needs Yibmu or Chalitza from one of the brothers. And she could Yibmu or whichever one she pleases. Says the Ramam, early, it seems to me the Ramam says, meaning it's not in the Gemara explicitly, but the Ramam's, Ramam's uh, opinion based on the Gemara, she can only now do Yibum with one of the other brothers. The brother who gave her the Kedushin, the Mamar, and undid it with the Get, Asur Hiloy, Ram says he cannot do Yibum or Chalitza with her. Perhaps Chalitza may, but not, not Yibum. Because since it resembles a case where they were already married, and now there's no longer a, a, a mitzvah to be married, so now it goes back to the original case where after a woman gets Yibum from the brother, she, or, and then he divorces her, he, she can't be married to him. Okay, hey. Nasi Yat Lizikase, if he gave a get, in other words, over here, okay, he's supposed to Yibum or Chalitza, right? And the proper procedure is to give Ma'amur, which is like a kind of Kedushin, and then do the proper Yibum. He instead of instead of instead of uh, instead of doing yibum or chalitza gave a get directly, like we said in halacha, in halacha aleph, right? Same case. Um, but he didn't. But it wasn't. It was, there was no mimer though. In doing so, by giving the get, he disqualifies her on himself and all the other brothers. If there was mimer, so by giving the mimer, he undoes the mimer. Now she can marry one of the other brothers if she wants. Over here, uh, there was no mimer. No chalitza, no yibum. He just gave her a get directly, so that disqualifies her on this per, the brother and on, on all the brothers. as we said, and if he did maimer, um, if there was maimer, he needs to give a get. The chalitza again. He needs. I'm sorry, there was maimer over here, but he gave a get. Okay, I, I apologize. Hey, one more time. There was maimer. He gave the kedushin in the in, in the assumption he's going to go through with the Yibam, then instead he says, I'm not interested, he gives her a get. But he gives the get not to undo the condition. He gives the get to undo the relationship they have as, as Yavam and Yavama, as, as, as deceased, as widow and, and brother-in-law. That's what the purpose of his get was. And he, I guess he says, he specifies it explicitly. Then in that case, and she disqualifies him on the other brothers, but he stuns another get for the actual mimer. Then Chalitza, well, that's, that'll permit her to marry whichever person she chooses. So because over here, he gave the get explicitly not to undo the mind, but rather to undo the connection of Yibum. So that does not have any impact positively. All it does is that it disqualifies her from doing Yibum or Chalitza, or doing Yibum with any of the brothers. So that's when now Yibum is no longer an option. No longer an option. She has to do Chalitza to be married, to marry whoever she wants. And before the Chalitza, she has to have a get to undo the, the Maimer, the Kedushin that he gave her. Above. The Maimer that, that the Yibama gives at the outset, uh, when he starts, uh, you know, uh, before Yibam or Chalitza, when he wants to do Yibam, he gives her Maimer like a Kedushin. And it was not perceived by anything else that shouldn't be there, and it was not followed by anything else that shouldn't be there. The brother, brother who gave her the mimer, gave her the kedusha kesef, and then he married her and had relations with her. That's the proper procedure. That's what's supposed to happen. The brother is supposed to give her the kedushin, which is called mimer, and then that that's followed by by relations, which is yibum, and that's that's how it's supposed to be. However, if anything which doesn't belong before or after happens. 
That mimer is not called a mimer kosher. It's a, a problematic mimer, as we'll see now all these different examples. In Kod may get a chalitza, if before giving her the mimer, he gives her a get, or he does chalitza, whether it's this person who gave her the mimer, or it's a different brother, whether he does the, even whether he does the, the get or the, or the chalitza to this woman who gave the mimer, or it's a different wife, or if, for example, he first had relations with, with one, of the, one of the other wives, the brother who died, let's say, had three wives. So he had relations with one of them, and he gave mom to the other one. Or one of the other wives had relations with the brother who gave the second wife mom, or with the other brother. So perhaps Ruvain passed away, and he had three wives, and Shimon has relations with one of the wives, and Levi, excuse me, um, yeah, Levi gives Maimur to one of the wives. Or after the Maimur, she gets a get, or she gets chalitza from one of the brothers. Again, or she, or one of the other co-wives. Whether it's the one, this brother, or a different brother. Or, um, again, either here, one of the brothers gives, um, uh, gives, uh, uh, has relations or gives mimer to her or to one of her co-wives or um, one of the other brothers does, does, does a second mimer or has relations with her again with uh, yeah with her that's called a mimer apostle whether the mimer had any of these episodes before or afterwards or in other words let's say a case it was two mimers so, so Reuben passes away he has two wives the brother Shimon gives one of the mimer, and Levi gives, Levi gives the other one mimer. Those are both called mimer apostle. So, uh, as Ram says, Zayin Ketzad, Nosan get the chalof chalotivimtei. If he gave a get a chalitza to his to the widow, the chalos of Nosan mimer law and then he goes, and after giving her a get or chalitza, he gives her mimer or gives mimer to one of the one of the other wives. Bein hu benachiv, one of the other brothers maybe gives gives mimer to one of the other wives. Ashibal yivimtei on Nosan the mimer, or he has relations with the yavam. Uh, or gives one, or, or gives a mimer. Then the chazam nasan la mimer achel tzrasa. Then he gives him. Then he gives mimer the the the, the kedushin, which, which we call mimer again over here, to uh, to to one of the other wives. Whether it's him or one of the other brothers. Or he gave a mimer to the yivama. The chazam achel nasan la mimer achel bala. And one of the other brothers gives mimer to the other other wife. Or has relations with her. Here is a mimer apostle. The mimer is called a mimer apostle. Be mimer harishi be mimer achron. Whether it gets the first mimer or the second mimer. So Allah Chesedam sums up. Nim tzasalamit. So here's the bottom line. Shah mimer when the mimer the kedushin that the yavam is supposed to give the yavam prior to yibum. Be shikad my mimer achher or get or chalitzabila. Whether it was preceded by a, some a different mimer or a get or a chalitza or beila, and whether that happened to her or to one of the other co-wives. Or the mimer preceded one of these other things. The, the, the mimer was followed by a get, another mimer, a chlitz or a bila. That's a mimer puzzle. So, what is exactly a mimer kosher then? When one brother gives the wife, the, the widow, one of the widows, the kedushin, then afterwards he has relations with her. This is the halachic proper way of doing it. So, when before or after the brother gives her mimer, she or one of the other co-wives receives a get chalitza be'ila or or mimer from this yav or, or, or any of the other brothers before or after that mimer. That's no good. That's not. That's considered impossible. Now, certain in certain situations, it's actually um, uh, it's actually adulterous. So, for example, if if um, if one if if, um, if if he actually we didn't discuss it yet. No, I'm sorry. It's a mistake. Okay, never mind. Tess. 
Habeilah Shabayel Hayav Mesiyim Tchilam. The relations with the Yavam has with with his with his Yavama. Or I'm as supposed to be ideally after doing mamor with her, after giving her mamor, really called the daughter after, and nothing preceded That's called a proper bila. If before the brother, let's say Shimon, had relations with the Yavama, another brother gave her the mamor, the kedushin drabanon, or he get to give her a get. Whether it's or some Shimon or for a different brother, or if one of the other co-wives. Or it's with herself, I should or one of the other co wives got, got Mimer. Whether it's again, whether it's from him or one of the brothers, that's called Bila Psula. Just like we said, the Mimer is not supposed to be preceded or followed by anything else except the, the, proper, the proper procedure. So, so too, the relations itself, that he has a physical relations, which are the biblical way of acquiring the wife, the, 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 the actual Yibum, should not be preceded by or followed by anything else other than, other than that. Yud. The chalitza that the yavam does the yavam. Let's say the do chalitza. So imloy kadam davar achi. If nothing precedes it, nikris chalitza mul. That's called an ideal chalitza. Come and get a maimer. If the chalitza was preceded by a get or preceded by maimer, baby yavam zebe miachiv. Whether it was by this yavam or one of the brothers, bein ba be mitzvah or with her one of the other wives, has nikris chalitza psucha. That's called a inferior chalitza. It's an inferior chalitza because ideally chalitza is not supposed to be preceded by or followed by anything else except for the chalitza itself. If the chalitza, the chalitza is what frees her to marry whoever she she uh, she wants. Um, so, um, and 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 that is uh, what's the, the only thing that's supposed to happen. It's not supposed to be supposed to be preceded by anything else. So if he gives her chalitza. Or let's say one of the one of the one of the brothers gives one of the wives mimer with the intention of eventually doing bila, but before he has a chance, the, other, the brother gives another a different brother gives a different wife chalitza. So now Minatari, she can marry whoever she wants, and all all the wives can marry whoever they want. Now this person who gave her mimer, it's irrelevant. So that but the chalitza though is inferior because it was preceded by the initiation of the bila process by giving the mimer to the, to the other wife. So it's not an ideal chalitza. An ideal chalitza is nothing happens before it in terms of. Any of the brothers doing anything with any of the wives, neither get nor chalitza, nothing else, and neither, not, not with, this, with, this, with this woman herself either. Okay, you know. Yivamas yidabas abayis ba'isechad. Multiple yivamas from one home, right? The husband passes away, the brother passes away, he has several wives. Once one of them has appropriate relations, as the way we, we described it, it's not supposed to be preceded or followed by anything that's unideal. unideal. Or she has an ideal chalitza. All, he has ten wives. All ten of them will take a marriage if they want. And any connection between the brothers and these wives is removed. What if one of them had an unideal relations? So for example, before he had relations with her, let's say Shimon wanted to do yib with one of the wives. Before he had a chance, one of the other brothers gave one of the different wives a get, for example. Or, for example, if Ruvain, uh, excuse me, Shimon wanted to do Yibum, so he gave her Maimer, but it wasn't an appropriate Maimer, there was something wrong with, let's say, it wasn't Shavik Kesef, or let's say it was money from, 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 from Basel B'Cholov, for example, that's at that moment they all become forbidden to do Yibum. Only that one brother can have, can, can, who had a relationship with that one wife, he, uh, he, well, if he did it properly, he could marry her, but now he did it improperly, the one who had the inner, in, uh, unideal relations or gave her mimer requires a get. Uh, it says, by you, or it says, uh, 
So the one who had relations in the unideal state, she needs a get. Um, because they have relations. Or if he gave her mamre, she, she needs to get mitzvah But the Chum said it's not sufficient that the one who had relations. Uh, normally, when one of the sisters has relations in any context, she's now considered the wife of the brother who is with her. Now, all the wives can marry her. All the other wives can marry whoever they however they please. However, the Chum disqualified this yibum, so therefore, Menatera she needs a get. But still, one of the other ones, one of the, one of the other co-wives requires chalitza. Because it's inferior in inferior relations, so the Chum said that we don't, we can't let the the other wives marry whoever they want until there's a proper yibum followed by the husband, the the, the, the brother divorcing her or dying, or a proper chalitza. You'd base. If one of them has an inferior chalitza, so for example, Shimon gives chalitza to the, one of the co-wives, but he didn't know before he did that. That the other brother gave mom or, to, or get to one of the co-wives. The one who had the chalitza, the unideal chalitza, even though it's unideal, she still gets to marry whoever she wants. We don't say she needs a second chalitza. However, the, the other co-wife, normally when one of the co-wives, since he died, he had five wives, one of them gets chalitza, the other four can now, uh, all five of them, in fact, marry if they want. And here we say, no, since it was an inferior chalitza, only she married whoever she wants. The other four are still bound, and one of them has to get chalitza. The alternative is, let's say, that one wife who got the inferior chalitza, if all the other brothers give her chalitza, so now that also permits all the other wives, because they all remove their, 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 themselves from her by all doing chalitza to her. So since she has, since she has no connection to any of the brothers, so all the wives don't have, have no connection either. Because again, an inferior chalitza does not remove the association between the between the yavam and the brothers. Unless she has chalitza from all the brothers, or unless they all have chalitza from a different brother. So either she has to get chalitza from all the brothers, or all the all the other wives have have to get chalitza from a different brother. Or you know, they can all get from a f- different brothers, but the point is that they all, either all the wives have to get or all the brothers have to give. One of the two. You'd give them. You don't have to have both. You don't have to, you don't have, to have all the brothers giving chalitza to all the wives. That's not necessary. You'd give Call you vama, shenev, lab, Anytime you vama has relations with your brother-in-law, whether it's ideal relations or not ideal relations, even if the be'ilah is after the chalitza, and again after the chalitza, we said there's, a, there's no longer mitzvah yibum because they're free. So uh, there's, a, there's an iser, I say, for any of the brothers to have relations with any of the wives. Whether it's the one who did chalitza or one of the other brothers. Whether he did it for the sake of marrying her or the sake of classical marriage or for the sake of doing yibum, but again it was after chalitza. Uh, or, 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 I mean, even if it was after Chalitza, even if one of the brothers, let's say, did even with one wife, and another brother now wants to even with a second wife, whether it's him or his brother, there's a necessary to have a get. 
because she becomes an Eishish Ish by having relations. Even though there's no mitzvah of Yibum, but having relations itself does create a, a, a marriage. These days, is there Chalitza? Sure, absolutely. Really? There's no Yibum nowadays in the Ashkenazi communities. It's Chalitza, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about one particular case I know of. It happened, you know, not last last decade, I think, at least, and maybe a little more after the after the shift, the recording is off. Any uh, Yevama who uh, is given Ma'amr, again, the Kedushin, that's supposed to precede Yibum, whether it's an ideal Ma'amr or non ideal Ma'amr. As we said before, there's all kinds of cases where it's not ideal because it's preceded or followed by things that it shouldn't be followed by. There's a get, a divorce necessary because of the Maimer, then afterwards the Maimer impact is removed, and then you can afterwards go to proceed with whatever, with the Chalitza. Um, you already said. Because a get does not make a Yivama, doesn't push away completely however she wants. Because again, you need either Yibum or Chalitza. The get does not do anything. So therefore, it's only, it's only, only impactful with mm-hmm. the Rabbanu. And Maimer doesn't acquire her as a full wife. However, relations does make her a complete wife to the brother-in-law. And the Chalitza does completely free her to marry wherever she wants. And, and removes her from this house. Therefore, if there's a get after a get, or Maimer after a Maimer, because the whole thing is only with the Rabbanu as, 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 as a procedure, it does have an impact. And the, whatever negative, whatever stringencies it imposes, we'll see it, it, it's effective. So for example, if one of the brothers gives one of the wives a get, and the other brother gives the other wife a get, even though the of the whole get is irrelevant over here, they can't marry each other's relatives now. They can't marry any of their, any, any of their, their mothers, their daughters, any of these things. However, relations after relations, after the second one is irrelevant. Similarly, uh, get or chalitza after relations is irrelevant. Now, over here he means a get, which is um, um, which is not for the purpose of divorce. Because if it's if after, because uh, he says a get or chalitza after beila is irrelevant. If there's beila, then that brother gives that wife a get. So now they're divorced. The the, the relations made them married. The get made them divorced. Um, but he means over here if there's a get from one of the other brothers to her, or from one of the other brothers, or even himself to one of the other wives. Tesvav, kids of example. Oh, Yavam, she doesn't get leave him to when Yavam gives a get to his Yavam, Yavama. The Chazav doesn't get the trust, and he gives a get to the other wife. He can't marry either of the relatives now. They're all treated like, like divorces from him. So even if, just like if they were married, and he, and he divorced them. Now he can't marry their, their mothers, for example, their daughters forever. It's one of the Arayas. So here, the get he gave, even though Manatari has no impact, he can't marry any of, any of their relatives, their mothers, their daughters, etc. Two of the brothers give a get to the Yavama. So, so Shimon and Levi, Ruven dies, he has two wives. Shimon and Levi both give uh, one of the wives a get. She's like she div- she's like divorced from both of them. They both can't marry her relatives. One of them still must do chalitza to make her matayda permitted to marry whoever she pleases. If someone gives a get to the and the brother gave a get to the other wife, so Ruven, so Shimon gave a get to one wife, one of Ruven's wives, and Levi gave a get to the other one of Ruven's wives. 
Each one can't marry the relatives of the one he gave the get to. If they gave Kedushin, after Kedushin, let's say, as we said, the same thing would apply because the Mimer or, 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 or Get, which is like a the Kedushin, or the Rabbanon Dekha Get, both of them make the woman resemble like she was either married to this person or divorced from this person. Either, either way, we say that there's, that there's no marriage, that, that, they're not, that there's a marriage bond that, that, that was created for a moment to forbid the relatives of each on the other, as if there had been an actual marriage followed by an actual divorce. If the Yavam does Chalitza, and then he just does Chalitza the other wife. Even though the, once he does Chalitza the first wife, the, the, now all the wives, and this, all the widows of this guy who passed away, who had, let's say, ten wives, they could all marry whoever they want. So the second Chalitza was irrelevant. But Ben Huben Achav, or one of the other brothers, does the second Chalitza, or two brothers give Chalitza to one woman, even though the second one is irrelevant. The second Chalitza is irrelevant. And the one who did the Chalitza afterwards, the irrelevant second Chalitza, does not become forbidden on, on the relatives. This is like doing Chalitza with a woman who you have no connection to. Imagine you have a woman, you meet her, you have coffee, then you do chalitza with her. It's a, it's a joke, it doesn't mean anything. So that's over here, it's, it, has, it has no relevance. Once one of the wives gets chalitza, any chalitza done to anyone else has no impact, whether it's her or somebody else. Someone has relations with Yivamba, and he or his brother does chalitza with her or with one of the other wives. So first it was Bila, it was Yibam. Then he or his brother does chalitza to the other wife. Again, the chitzah is irrelevant. If here the brother gives get gives a get to the to the woman who he had relations with, um, or to one of the other wives, it's not impact. It has it has no relevance. Why does it have no relevance if he was married to her? Okay, so I guess the get over here means he, he, it's not a get that he's giving Mitzah the Indian of divorce. It's a get that he's giving to undo the, the Yibum potential. So, so let's start again. Test Zion. Someone has a relationship with the Yibama, which now they're married. Yibum. And one of the brothers goes and does Chalitza to her, to her co wife. This Chalitza is irrelevant. If he. Or his brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't read it correctly. If he, not himself, his brother gives a get to her, to this woman who just got married to the brother by Yibum. And the other brother now gives her a get, or to gives a get to the, one of the other wives. And it's irrelevant. Because again, since once Shimon has relations with one of his wives, they're married, and they're all, now all the other wives can marry if they want. If one of the other brothers goes and gives 
Mimer, the Kedushin, or has relations with, the, one, of the, with one of the other wives. I'm sorry, with, with this wife who had, had, had Yibum, it's irrelevant in terms, of, in terms of creating a marriage bond. However, of course, if it was willing, then that's adultery. But as far as creating a marriage bond, it's irrelevant. Once the brother, the, the first brother went and had relations with one of the wives, he acquires her completely as a wife, 100%. And if you go to a married woman, you give a Kedushin, She's not married to you. She's married to her husband. If, however, he gives Maimur, or he has relations with one of the other wives, that she needs to get, like we said before, because that makes them married, and therefore now she requires a divorce. So if, again, Reuven dies and leaves two widows, Shimon has relations with one of them. Levi now goes to the one who had, who, 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 who had relations with Shimon, who's now his wife, and gives her a get, or gives her Maimur, it's irrelevant. If he has relations, he gives a to the other wife, so then they require a get. Yud What happens if Ruvain dies and leaves two wives and lives in separate countries? And there's a brother in this country and a brother in that country. And they each hear the news that their brother Ruvain died. So Shimon marries the wife in his country. He doesn't know about, uh, about what Levi is going to do. And Levi marries the wife in his country. He doesn't know what Shimon's going to do. Then we find out they both married the wife. So one of them, whoever married, whoever got married first, did Yibum. And the other brothers should not be marrying any of the other wives. But the problem is we don't know who married first. So who should keep the wife and who should divorce her? They both got married, let's say, on Yud Nisan at 12 in the afternoon. We don't know who got married first. They should both give a get. And they can marry if they please, but they can't marry their brothers now anymore. Because once you do you can't go back to marry one of the other brothers. And one of them is usher on their husband because the other brother did first. The question is, which one is it? We don't know. Therefore, they both can't marry to their, to their brothers. Therefore, ah. Oh. Reuven Shayyab Yushlayim, Reuven, it wasn't Yushlayim, the Loishne Nashim had two wives. Achaz Ba'akav, Achaz Bitzer, one in Akhle, one in Sir. I think it's Tyre. Yeah, T Y R E. The Shimon, Achiv, Ba'akav, Levi, Achav Bitzer. Shimon, his brother, is in Akhle, and Levi's in Sir. Shamash Mesh Reuven, they hear Reuven passed away. I didn't know he said, Nahalach should be. Ideally, each one of them, if they want to do the right thing, should not do Yibum until they find out if the other brother did Yibum. One of them went and did Yibum when he's not supposed to. We don't force him to get divorced. Unless we find out for certain that the other brother did Yibum already. If we find out that the other brother did Yibum, then we force him to get divorced. Until we know that, we, don't, we, don't, we, let, we let it be. What if one of them wants to do Chalitza before finding out what the other brother did? So you might think, wait, don't do that. If you do Chalitza and the other brother doesn't know you did Chalitza, he's going to do Yibum. He's now doing Yibum with, with his, brother, his dead brother's wife who he's not supposed to marry. We don't, we don't say, we say the halachas, we don't, we don't prevent them, and uh, because in the worst case scenario, it's only Yisra say I guess. That must be the reason. Okay. Awesome. Yud Ches. Mm, probably seven minutes. I'll finish after Mariv. I mean, uh, 35, yeah? Okay, well, when Minyan comes, I'll stop. Okay, when Minyan comes, I'll stop, and we'll finish after Mariv. Yud Ches. Yavim Kata. Yavim Kata. You have a Yavim, if he want the, the passes away with no kids, he has one brother, and he's nine years old, and he's nine years old in a day. He's not younger than that, but he's not by mitzvah yet. We said previously that the relations of a child who's nine years old in one day has significance, even though he's a cotton. And therefore, his physical relations has the status of a like an adult. I mean, it's a kedusha midrabbanon, which is not a full acquisition, it's a quasi-acquisition, quasi-marriage. 
Um, and the mimer of a child, he saw a child, and he saw it's only a condition that abundant mimer. If he does it first before the bila, it has an impact. And this disqualifies this other other this wife from marrying any other other, other brothers who might be adults. If he gives it after having relations, any it is irrelevant. Okay, so we're going to continue. Yeah, after my okay. However, his chalitza and his and his and his, uh, and his uh, get because they require uh, uh, his kavana and, and, and adulthood is irrelevant because he's a child. If the nine-year-old child now goes and um, and uh, uh, excuse me um, and he has relations with the, with the tzara after the mimer of, of his adult brother, so the adult brother gave her mimer before the before the yibum, but before the actual yibum happened, the child went and was, and was with her. That that does disqualify. The the wife on this 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 uh, woman on the adult like two adults that each one does mimer as we said each one of them now is disqualified from from marrying the brothers so if two brothers do mimer she can't marry either brother the mimer of a cotton excuse me the bee of a cotton is the same impactfulness as the mimer of a godel therefore if the older brother does mimer and the younger brother does bia she can't marry either brother. Because again, she can only have the shaykhs to one man at a time. A woman can't have two husbands. Chaf. Ben teshami mechad shabali vintoy, a nine year old child had relations with the Yvamba Vachazo, Achva Godel Bole, Chaz, and Asan Geto Yonitrasa. And the adult went and had relations with her, or get chlitza, or get to her, or to that other, other wife for that matter, and by the Godel doing this thing to the, to, the, to the other wife, this now disqualifies that wife. I mean, with the cotton, because again, only one brother can marry one wife from the house. So if the godl now doing what he does makes them, technically speaking, marry if they want, that disqualifies them to marry, marry the cotton. If the cotton has relations with the tzara, if the child has relations with one of the wives, and then one of the other brothers, who's nine year old, nine years old, has relations with another wife. If she's love again, this she's possible on both, both, both children, both of these two boys. As it is applies when there's multiple mamar. Chafalaf, you with us? I'm sorry. Four thirty three, right? I believe it. I think it's four perik hey. Perik hey the the the, um, the nine year old child had relations with the Yavama, and then he grows up now. But he didn't have relations with her after he, he, he became a mitzvah. She needs to get the chalitza. She needs to get and chalitza. Get She needs to get because for the relations which happened when he was a child, which is like the mimer, the chalitza. She chalitza to let her matter to marry whoever she wants. Because there were never physical relations which had a quite a full acquisition, which would which would uh, which would um, let her uh, go marry whoever she wants with the, with a get. But so she still shaykh to the yibum chalitza parasha. Therefore, the she's chalitza. If he has relations with her when she becomes an adult, then then because they're husband and wife in every respect, all she needs is a get. Whether it's a nine-year-old child, or it's he's or he's up to, up to twenty years old, but he never showed physical maturity signs. So when he said that, when, that until he shows, what, what makes a person an adult? Thirteen with physical maturity, 
or 20 with signs of impotence. In this case, he's prior to either stage, as we said in the beginning of the Sefer, both of those are the same category in terms of the, this, this, this topic over here. A minor girl who could dissolve the marriage by, by protesting. And a woman or adult who's a deaf mute. Those are two different cases, right? So one is a child, a, woman, a girl who's a, who's a minor, and, and if she protests, says, she says, I don't like this husband, we said before, then the marriage dissolves. An adult who's a deaf mute, also she has marriage only with the Rabbanu. I mean, I tell you there's no marriage. Even though both of them, the marriage is only with the Rabbanu, the two separate categories. The reason why a child is a conduct of Kedushin is so people should not, should not mess around with her. And if she gets married, they'll treat, they'll treat her more seriously. The Kedushin, to learn how she tagged her Kedushin, is quasi state until she becomes an adult. Once she becomes an adult, the marriage is completed. A woman with a deaf mute, the reason why the Chum made the concept of marriage is to give her a chance to get married, not because we're worried about people messing around with her. She, she's an adult, she can protect, protect, protect herself. Therefore, because these are two different kinds of marriages, if a guy, for example, had two wives, one was a minor, one was a deaf mute, he also because, sorry, because they're all Midrabanon, if he has relations with one of them, then all the, the other ones can marry whoever they want. So, so sorry, he had, he, had, he had five wives, they all were minors, or they all were deaf mutes. So all, all the same category. When he has relations with one of them, then all the rest of them are, are free to marry whoever they please. However, if he had one wife who was a deaf mute, and the second wife was a child, so then the relation with one of them does not free the other. What do you do? We teach a child to protest. And say I don't want to. This, I don't want to be married to this person who just died, passed away. And I want to do even with this with the with the living brother, with the living brothers. Okay, and then they can marry the deaf mute. If he wants to divorce the deaf mute, he can divorce her after his relations with her, and then she can marry whoever she wants. Hey, however, to do chalitza with the deaf mute is not an option because she doesn't have the intention and the kavana and understanding of what's going on. But again, you can give it to a woman without her intent, her, 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 her agreement. So you can give, you can't, you, you, you could give a gift, a get, a divorce to the deaf mute after the yibum. You can't give her, you can't do chlitzah. If one of them was a normal, an adult, and one was a deaf mute, so then the relationship with the, the, the regular woman or the or chalitza. Uh, which frees that woman, also frees the deaf mute to marry whoever she wants. The MBS however, the Bia of the deaf mute does not impact the the uh, the regular regular intelligent woman. because the condition of the of the uh, is only with, only with Rabbanon. so it has no impact on the zika of the regular woman. You have an adult and a child. The, uh, the uh, adult woman having Freeze the katana. However, doing yibum with the katana does not help the gadayla. If they both are children and they both could protest, and the other has relations with one of them, the other brother has relations with the other child. The first one is not disqualified. She could stay with her husband. We teach the second one to protest. And the one who had a relationship with the child first, he could keep his wife. You have a child and a deaf mute. Two wives. One brother has a relationship with a child. A second brother has a relationship with a deaf mute. 
and does not disqualify the katana. But the cheresh requires a get. Because the b ratio of the katana is more impactful than a deaf mute, even though the both nidarbanon. Because the katana, her marriage, if she becomes an adult, will eventually solidify, evolve into a full marriage. Therefore, you kaim a katana. Therefore, if he keeps one of the two wives, he should keep the wife who is a katana, who he had a relationship with first, and the deaf mute. Uh, gets a get chovches. But Yavam Tchil Alar Chereshes. If Yavam has first relations with the deaf mute, the Chazu Boeh Katana. Then afterwards, he or his brother had relations with the with the child. Pasal Sechereshes. The Chereshes now cannot even stay married. Lam Des Katana Shitemayin. The Chereshes gets a get. You teach the child to protest to say, "I don't want to be married to these people." And and, and then afterwards, the Chereshes uh, gets a get. Um, because since the Yavam acted inappropriately by having relations with the Chereshes, we make him divorce her with a get rather than keeping her. If one of them was a deaf mute, and excuse me, one of them is intelligent, I'm sorry, a regular woman, adult, and one of them was a deaf mute, if the Yavim had a relation with the, with the regular woman first, then, then he or his brother had a relation with the deaf mute, the Apostle says, this is not to qualify the regular woman, but the Cheresh requires a get. If the brother had a relation with the deaf, with the deaf mute first, and then his brother or he himself then had a relation with the with the regular adult woman, the one whose marriage was a, was a marriage from a trader, that disqualifies the chereshes, the chereshes is get, the chereshes requires a get, and the one who's intelligent requires a get and chalitza. She requires chalitza from a trader, and the get is a Lamit. If an adult and a child, he had a relationship with the, the, the adult, and then he or his brother had a relationship with the child. The Paul again does not disqualify the Gedela. We teach the child to protest, to dissolve the marriage by protest, and you keep his wife who's in a Gedela. If he had a relationship with the Katana, and then he or his brother had a relationship with the Gedela, we teach the child to protest. Because the Gedela is a full Bila. So that's you said all these cases, the same thing is the same situation. When he has relations with the one who's proper first, then that stays and the other one falls away. If it's the reverse, then he has to get rid of both of them. Okay.